Help us reach 55K, comic fam. Enter here to win this Invincible 1 Tyler Kirkham Omni-Man variant. Let's chat about the trending comic books in the multiverse. Another week, another list. We got an overstreet price guide advisor. His name's Russ Bright. How you feeling, brother? I am really good, Tom. There are four books on the list this week that are brand new in the last 14 days. It's crazy to see so much heat coming from the industry right now. We have ash cans to talk about. We have free giveaways to talk about. We even have a free comic book day to talk about. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and at the list at number 10, Mark Wade Goodness, we have irredeemable number one. $25 average sales and no high sales on this one because this was not a book that people were thinking about until Mark Wade got asked the question, are there any books that we should be thinking about from your back catalog? On the Spectales podcast, he was asked what they could be buying, stocking up on, maybe some option news, some hints, and this is what he had to say about his title from 2009. Well, I have other stuff without being self-serving to talk about, but... uh. I would hang on to my copies of Irredeemable and track down more copies of Irredeemable if I were you. I cannot specifically say why. There are reasons beyond me wanting you to read it. And that wasn't enough. So Key Collector did the homework and found out, courtesy of Boom Studios, that there is indeed option status attached. We're going to be getting an evil Superman on the screen. So even if you are interested in picking up copies, it's going to be tough. There were just over 13,000 of these made, and a 780% increase means a lot of people are chasing it. This is an independent run, 37 issues. We actually find the origin of one of our favorite superheroes, but that's a great reveal at the end. But it takes place in a world where there is a JLA type of team and a Superman type of character who turns evil. And it's about the team having to deal with that, the betrayal, and so much more more and there's some variants that you gotta be watching there is a great second printing variant and a super limited barry kitson variant with only a thousand copies that were all numbered butch in the house we have an emerald city comic-con edition variant that went on sale back in 2009 with the cover stating mark wade is evil keep an eye on that book that one is spiking very quickly at the list at number nine we have a star wars book causing a stir star wars high republic issue 15 the one in 25 variant the first appearance in full of the leveler $70 average sales and $125 for a high sale on this final issue of the very anticipated Star Wars series. Now we know that we're about to do a time roll backwards to get an even earlier look at the High Republic timeline. This variant covered by Ario Anandito is a 1 in 25. That means that you would have had to, as a shop, order 25 copies of cover A to unlock the ability to purchase one cover of this variant. And speaking of cover A, now that it's the final issue of the run, they homage issue number one on issue 15. Full circle, completing the series. Now, the Leveler is a powerful weapon that was created by the opposition to the Jedi, and we know that it separates the Force from the Jedi. In this issue, we actually see what happens to Jedi when the Leveler is used on them. We have to keep in mind that another book that came out this week is Star Wars Eye of the Storm number 2, and that actually shows what a non-Force user sees 
when the leveler is used on them. Both of these visions show a full embodiment of the weapon, a character making its first appearance in both of these issues, slightly different, coming out the same week. You let me know what you think about this in the comment section below while we chat about a book at number eight, taking it back to 2011, New 52, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, goodness, one of the best Batman stories to have ever been created. We have Batman New 52, Issue number two. $20 average sales, $250 for a CGC 9.8. This is a 286% increase in copies sold. Normally when we're talking about these first few Batman issues, we're really talking about Court of Owls, but we're focusing here because it's the first appearance of Talon. William Cobb, an assassin for the Court of Owls, is who you see first before the rest of the nefarious organization gets revealed in the pages of this comic book. And why are we talking about New 52 right now? Well, for one, everyone's got to read it. But two, there are only two things that we have heard post the release of the new Batman film. And that is a sequel is going to be planned. And the two different villains that they're eyeing is Mr. Freeze and the Court of Owls. Comic fam, this is a great opportunity for you to utilize your key collector app because there are so many minor appearances of Court of Owls and they are all lined out very, very well on the app. Keep in mind, there are two variant covers of this. There's a 1 in 25 Jim Lee cover and a super scarce 1 in 200 Greg Capullo black and white sketch cover. Holy smokes, Russ, back on the list. Billy Morales' first appearance in Miles Morales, Spider-Man issue number 13, seeing the same $30 average sales as we saw last week and a high sale, the same, of 200 for a CGC 9.8. But here is the catch. Last week, we reported on a 700% increase in copies sold after it was revealed that we are going to be seeing a future version of a character called Captain Billy that many believe to be Billy Morales in the future because she's a baby when she is introduced in this comic book. However, a week has gone by. Prices have maintained and we're seeing an increase of copies sold of 190 percent hot damn comic fam the price is staying the same but the doubling again of sales is absolutely incredible keep in mind that a 700 percent increase is great and then we've basically doubled that again so in two weeks this is up almost 1,500% if you look at it algebraically. Now, the cool thing is that while these are still an affordable price point, the variants have gone up. The second print where you get to see the first cover appearance of Billy Morales went from $300 to $350 CGC 9.8, a $50 increase, and that Rizal variant went from $400 in a 9.8 to $470. Now, we told them about that Venom Island variant last week because Marvel was making stores do something pretty creative to incent purchasing of comics. You had to order an abundance of prior issues, not just cover A, unlike the Star Wars 15 1 and 25 that we just told them about. This Venom variant had an average sale of under $70 last week with no 9.8s that had been sold. And this week, the book hit $400 hot damn. Comic fam, if this seems a little overwhelming, it's because there is so much to follow and there is one place you should be going every week and that is your Key Collector app. Utilize code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence, available for both Androids and iPhones. It's going to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app in its entirety. It'll unlock key alerts. It's going to give you access to catalog your comics, get suggested pricing, keep up with the rapidly moving marketplace, keep up with us. And let's chat about some vertigo at number six with bodies number one. 
$12 average sales, $30 for a high average sale. This is a really cool take on detective stories and leave it to DC's Vertigo line to bring it to press. We have an eight issue story that's been picked up for Netflix option status at the end of February this past week. Each issue actually has four different artists attached because we have four micro narratives happening in the pages of these books because we have four different detectives all investigating the same murder in different eras of time in London. A murder mystery spanning 160 years. It was a fantastic eight-issue miniseries and 820% increased copies sold this week after the announcement. We got some muck duck happening in the pages of this time machine funny book written by Cy Spencer, taking us from 1890s London all the way to 2050 at the list at number five, Scotty Young, a preview that came out just last week that is spiking royally. We have Twig, the preview, $15 average sales, but that didn't last long because we have 125 high raw sale to report on. This is a really interesting one because the more information we get about this book, the longer we realize it's been out. So they first talked about it, how it was brand new two weeks ago, and it was one per store. And those were selling solidly $15 to $20 that entire week. And then on Friday, someone came out and talked about how damages were so rampant and that spiked the price to over $100. Well, Kyle Schramm came out and started giving out signed copies free on his Instagram, and other people have been coming to light with more autographed copies of this book. This is another one of those comics that had the delays because of pandemic. This has been on radar since 2019. We've been seeing sketches come out of Kyle's Instagram and Scotty Young for years now, and they have had this preview for quite some time. We actually have found sales that date back to 2020 conventions and online stores. So the one per store, it may be close, but it is not as accurate as other one per stores that we've reported on in the past. Regardless, Scotty Young is popular and this story is absolutely no exception. It's a whimsical fantasy following a little blue creature with a twig grown out of his head. He has a mini giraffe for a friend. It's a cool read and I'm excited for the book to be released in May. We follow a character on a bone style Jeff Smith quest in a world that is very similar to Dark Crystal, The Labyrinth. And we have a fun few pages that we've been able to read because of the preview being out, and it looks gorgeous. You have that Scotty Young animal creations. He's just having a creative spree in these pages, teaming up with Kyle, who also was part of the team who did Unearthed, which is all about body horror and horror. So it's cool seeing this team up because they're able to create such unique creatures in a world that is so fantastical. Now, we mentioned all the variants. There's a 1 in 10 Kyle Schramm variant, a 1 in 25 Peach Momoko variant, and a 1 in 50 and 1 in 100 done by Scotty Young himself. Now, we don't have pictures of these yet. However, Peach Momoko's variant has been seen on the internet, specifically the trade dress, and that's one that you know I have to add to my pull list at the list at number four, the sixth gun number one, the free comic book day edition. Great story from Cullen Bunn. $20 average sales and 100 
$150 for a CGT 9.8. This is another book that was given away for free on free comic book day. So you can imagine that there aren't a lot of high grade copies just out there. Yeah, it's just one of those days of the year that publishers team up with stores so they can do a bunch of free giveaways to introduce people to comic books. This is a Western horror tale that follows a newly acquired gun by the lead female character from her ancestor and these guns have powers and there is an antagonist who was reanimated from the dead who wants it back now we had seen option news of this before so it's not the first time tom and i have talked about this book but we now know that ucp and mad massive have teamed up to adapt this into a tv series i'm excited and 920 percent increase means a lot of other people are as well this is a 50 issue run and I recommend it for people to check it out because this is like Americana in comic books. We have the Westerns here. And if you're into horror and action, it's a quick read and one that's going to be very enjoyable for new readers as well at the list. At number three, another strong recommendation. Go to your LCS. They may have copies of this on the shelf. You got to read what Jason Aaron's making in Avengers Forever issue number three. I'm liking this book a lot because it's not the normal Marvel 616, it's Marvel 818. So we have characters here that aren't necessarily going to carry over into continuity, but that makes them enjoyable because you don't have to worry about 35 years, 50 years, 27 years of a character's history to know why you need to enjoy this book. Brand new this week, we have $8 sales on this comic book with some recognizable characters on the inside. We have Deathlock as well as Ghost Rider Robbie Reyes who enter from 616 to this dystopian world that is run by a antagonist who is enslaving the population and does it with the help of an army of war machines. So we have a character named Tony Stark who is not the one you know and love. This Tony Stark is the most wanted man in all of the 818 and the only way he can evade capture is by becoming Kind of like Scott Lang making his own Ant-Man suit and shrinking down to evade capture. After seeing Ghost Rider and Deathlock, Tony gets excited with the prospects of possibly being able to finally fight off the evil Red Skulls. And we get introduced to the team that he's assembled to accomplish this task. We have the first full appearance of the Infinity Thing. Yes, we have Ben Grimm getting the Fantastic Four treatment, but with Infinity Stones embedded in the rocks. We see a version of the Vision who, it seems like Tony Stark went to the Build-A-Friend workshop and tried to put him together but only did it about halfway. He's got parts falling off. We also see a blood-drenched Wonder Man in this issue. But there's also another character that has the community buzzing and that is Mariama Spectre. The One Woman Rebellion. The female Moon Knight. This list has been crazy. We had a free comic book day, we had an ash can, and now number two on the list, a promo this is Batman The Long Halloween number one, which was an IMAX promo given away at the new Batman movie. I was very excited to see this, and I'm glad that they've kind of tipped their hat to Long Halloween as an influence but this definitely is not an adaptation of Long Halloween. $25 average on this sale, and I believe that this is going to go down as we see more people watching this movie and getting copies of the IMAX promo. I really enjoy this style, though. Not often do we see a reprint get the film adaptation style on the cover. 
Comic fam, after all this anticipation, let us know in the comment section down below what you thought. No spoilers. That's right. Comment. It'll enter you to win this Omni-Man Whatnot Tyler Kirkham exclusive. And if you like what we do, we've been doing this video every single week for years now. You can join the mystery mail call and give us an excuse to send you some funny books every single month. And one per box, virgins being sent out at random because of the power of Whatnot. We have made a Silver Surfer Rebirth cover by the art director of God of War, Raph Grissetti. One per box, virgins going out at random, support what we do, and Russ hit him with the number one trending book in the cosmos. Number one on the list, Amazing Spider-Man number 209, first appearance and origin of Calypso. The Haitian voodoo priestess. This is a comic book that spiked last year after rumors started circulating that we were likely going to see this character in the upcoming Solo Craven film. But there was a lot of rumors at that time. Who would play who? Would we see a older Craven, a younger Craven? And then we got a bunch of casting over the last six months and books have been spiking. Specifically, Craven spec has been off the chain. And we just found out who Calypso is going to be portrayed by. We have just found out that Ariana DeBose will be joining the rest of this amazing cast for this Craven movie. Now, it makes sense that this Calypso spec is paying off because this is an occasional love interest of Craven. She's only really in like under 20 issues in comics, but many will know her from the animation show. But a lot of comic fans will know her from the Todd McFarlane run on Spider-Man that he did in the 90s. So we've been talking about Craven casting for so long, and we originally thought it was going to be Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven, but then we heard that Russell Crowe is getting tied in and could potentially be Craven. But we do know that Fred Hetch is going to be playing Chameleon, Craven's brother. We've also talked about the Dakota Johnson news portraying Madam Web in their own solo film, tapping the Morbius writers to produce it. That's back coming full circle. We've talked about the grim hunt where Madam Web, the original Madam Web, passes away, and we have Julia Carpenter who takes on the mantle. So there's even Spider Verse spec that has collided with the Craven spec for a solo movie that no one saw coming. I appreciate your time today, comic fam. As always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, every single Wednesday, Russ, where can they find us? You can find us over on the WhatNot app, celebrating WhatNot Wednesdays with a bunch of our homies. We're doing exclusives over there. We're doing giveaways. We're bringing huge keys to the mic for dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. Join us over on WhatNot, the best new app to buy and sell collectibles, vetted sellers, and so much fun. We have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you, and have a great week.